So as leaders, we need to ask God, Lord, what is the best way that I can connect with this generation? What is the best way that I can understand this generation? They're not the same as millennials, you know. They're not the same as me. They don't think the same. That's they right. think so differently. But the Lord knows them. How can the Lord connect these two generations? We love knowing and keeping secrets. It makes us feel loved. It makes us feel important. It makes us feel valued. But that is the best kept secret. We are loved by the creator of the universe. This season, we are coming together with some of the most confident women that you will ever meet to discover the secret to moving beyond insecurity. If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then Queen, we've got some work to do. Let's get to it. Hey y'all, it's me Liv and I hope that you are doing well. I am incredibly grateful that you are back here with us for another episode of The Best Kept Secret. As you know, we are here to talk about the confidence in the Lord and today we're going to talk about what it takes to develop the confidence to share our faith, specifically with younger women. I have a heart for tween and teen girls. I always have. And that is why I'm so incredibly grateful that our guest, Marlene Luna Deflate, is joining me today. I have looked to True Girl and Chica Veradera, which is what Marlene leads in Latin America, for encouragement and inspiration for years now. And I truly appreciate what it is that they're doing in the world and how they are discipling others. Today, I want to remind you that discipling others does require us to get out of our comfort zone, but it is the best kind of feeling. You know, it's not always over the pulpit. In fact, it rarely is. We need to ensure that our lifestyles are speaking louder than the words that we share on Sunday and that others can find Jesus with us throughout our week in everything that we do. This past year, I felt the Lord leading me to take a break from unconditional and from finding places where we could fit the most girls in and to really invite a select group of girls around a living room, dining room table. It was one of the best things that I've ever done. And I'm so grateful for his faithfulness and how he gives us direction and shows us how to disciple others. I was not by myself. There were a lot of other leaders from the organization that came through and it was just fun. We talked about the Trinity, Jesus and the Holy Spirit and our father. While we made pizzas with my friend Jackie, we talked about what it means to be mindful of what you are listening to because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God over arts and crafts. And 
then we sang our hearts out during karaoke <laughs> and we did a lot of other things my friend tori came in and helped us have some fun uh, as we really got to go deep into our identity in christ and it was powerful but it was small and we didn't have a lot of fanfare however i do believe that God planted a few seeds there and started a few things that will bear incredible fruit. And my expectation is in that. It took work. It took the time to be inconvenienced. And there were definitely some late nights spent in preparation and prayer, but it was worth it. And I know that you will find the same to be true. Matthew 28, 16 through 20 read, And the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Hmm. Surely he is with us. He is with us right now. Even as more and more people turn away, he is with us. Even as more and more people become influenced by new age witchcraft and magic and religion, and he is with us. He always will be. And we have a responsibility to ensure that the next generation knows that. It may be uncomfortable, but it will be worth it. Today, my guest is going to help us recognize this even more. Marlene Luna is the wife of Irving Fleet and the mother of two beautiful girls. She is a woman after God's own heart and she loves to serve the Lord, her country and her community. She is licensed in clinical psychology and she loves to just help young people and adolescents learn the necessities of how to work with others and to understand their identity in Christ. Marlene Luna de Fleet loves to share the word of God with others. And she serves as the director of Pura Libertad in la República Dominicana, in the Dominican Republic. Now, get ready for this conversation. Hi, Liz. <laughs> Come on, so <laughs> uh, bien, bien. 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 ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> First question for you, you know, is how on earth did you get started with True Girl? And Chica Veradera, tell us all the things. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you that everything started in my teenage years because one of the leaders from my church was talking about the Pure Freedom Ministries. I think God 
touched my heart a lot with this kind of topic because the topic of sexuality was not at those at that moment they don't speak about that in church you know Mm-hmm. So listening to my leader talking about it and using those materials was very encouraging to me. And I fell in love with, with the ministry. I remember I wrote to the ministry telling them that I would love to keep using resources that they have, but that I wanted to translate and that I wanted them to come to the Dominican Republic. We needed it urgently. And I didn't hear any response. I think three months passed. And then I saw a message of Bob Gresh writing on Facebook saying that he was going to pass. He was going to be in Haiti on an orphanage and that he was going to pass through Dominican Republic. And he wanted to meet me. And I was so excited to see what the Lord was putting together. And I remember that he came and we talk about it. I told them about the things that I and, and other girls were doing with their resources and how it was such a blessing for my life and for other girls. And I recorded a little video talking to, to Dana about the testimony and everything. And, and then after, I think, a year or some, Dana came to the Dominican Republic to a conference of uh, Revive Our Our Hearts in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I remember that that she said, hey, I would love to meet meet you. By that time, I was married and I was moving from Santo Domingo, that is the capital of the Dominican Republic, to Jarabacoa, to the north part, where my husband and I serve here as missionaries. And at that time, I thought she was in Santo Domingo. But you know what? She was here in Jarabacoa writing a book, and I was here too. (laughs) So God orchestrated everything, and we got together that night, and I talked to her about the need, a specific need that I was seeing here with teenage girls of 12, 13, 14, getting pregnant or passing through different kind of abuse, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, we need to equip ministries, to equip parents, to equip people here that can help these girls and not just the girls, but also the guys. And so that's what I love of the part of pure freedom, you know. Then we started with trainings, training leaders here in Jarabacoa and receiving people from different parts of, of the country to be trained and equipped so they can multiply it to their ministries. Mm-hmm. And then we started to bring Chica Verdadera. Let's also encourage moms because, because there's a great impact when you work with parents. If we equip the, the parents, then you're going to see a big difference in that. So we started with Chica Verdadera. And let me tell you that Chica Verdadera has grown more, a lot more than Pura Libertad here. So it's it's so good to see what the Lord is doing through Chica Verdadera. I remember that at that time we brought the tour for the first time in Spanish to different provinces here in the Dominican Republic. And it was so great to see moms and daughters getting close to each other, 
to to see mom saying, hey, you know what? My mom never did things like you guys are encouraging us to do with my girls. Wow. I mean, you captured a lot of years in such a short <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> So I definitely thank you for that. But you know, what has always astounded me from the very first moment that I heard your story is the confidence that it took to reach out to a national ministry and to say, hey, we need that here. I want to be a part of it. I want to help facilitate it. <laughs> that but, you know, confidence. Let, but yeah, but let me tell you that it was God. Mm -hmm. I, it was God. Like, I don't have other words to say. Every yeah. time people ask me this kind of question or ask me that question, I just say, is God, yeah. God was the one who made the connection. God is the one who, who put the passion in my heart to, to, to give to those girls. And also like to connect me with Dana, connect me with Bob, you know, it was God. Truly, yeah. we can see his hand in it. I mean, the fact that he gave you this unction and you begin to, you know, walk in it and encourage other young ladies in the areas that he gave you. You began to reach out to the ministry. You waited, right? That confidence had to come from the Lord as well, because a lot of people would just would have been like, oh, well, I haven't heard anything back. I'll create my own thing. It's fine. Like you waited. <laughs> and then even how he positioned you in the same areas, it had Amen. to be the Lord. Amen. And yeah. I, I love, love hearing about him and just how he works because there are some mm -hmm. things that only he could do. And it's just, Amen. Yeah. It's just incredible. But that includes giving you the desires of your heart and the desire to reach out to them because so many of us would not have had that. We would have been like, what? <laughs> Jesus, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and you know that at the time that I, I sent it like the, the email, I, I wasn't expecting anything like, well, you know, the Lord knows, the Lord knows my heart. I'm trying to do what he has put on my heart and months passed. And then I received the email. That's why I, I, I say when God has a purpose for you and you are like listening and you are just trusting in him, he's going to open doors for you. You know, he's, yes. he's going to, to connect you to his vision, to what he has for you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Now, I do want to ask, do you have like a really bold personality or would you consider yourself to be someone that's a little, you know, more shy, a little more introverted? Oh, yes. <laughs> I have that kind of personality. Yes. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But you know I that that God has worked a lot in that area in my life. Because, he definitely um, has. <laughs> And, and he's still pushing me to go out of my comfort zone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I prefer. I'm even more astounded <laughs> by the confidence to write in. Like, it had to be him. Because. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. That is beautiful. Oh, yes. You know that the, that the, the, the decisions, the like the big decisions in my life that I have done eh, or take let me let me say take yeah has been because 
God has taken me out of my comfort zone to, to, to guide me to where he wants, because my prayer always, when I was a teenager, my prayer was, Lord, I want to do your will. You know, I want to do what you want me to do. So when he started to work on that area of my personality, you know, it was like, oh, you want, okay, let me start working on you. Okay, let me push you a little bit to where I want you to be. Not there in your comfort zone. Out of there. Come on, come on, girl. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so definitely is God because I don't have any problem to be alone or to be quiet or to follow other people like it's mm -hmm. part of my personality. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then God says, mm -mm. come on, come on, girl. I know. Speak up. Yeah. And I love that you brought that out and that you shared that. I kind of felt as if I should ask that because I think so often we use our personalities as an excuse to not follow the Lord's unction. Mm -hmm. Like, well, he knows how he yes. made me. So why would he even ask me to do something like that? But he really does. Mm -hmm invite us amen to partner with him and to go and make disciples of all the nations and that is not contingent amen. upon our personality but he has given us our personality so that we can connect with different mm -hmm. people and so that's beautiful yes so what are some of your favorite stories about chica verdera well i have so many stories about chica verdadera but I can share a recent one. Let me tell you that we had the opportunity for the first time to go to Mexico to take the, the event, the mother and daughter event to Mexico. We went on July and it was so beautiful. But we didn't have like any expectations because even though it's Spanish is like a different kind of Spanish. There are words that are different, that have different meanings, even though it's in Spanish. So we were like, well, how everything is going to turn out? Like, how are the people going to embrace these kind of events? If they're going to like it, if not. But let me tell you, that God broke all our expectations and he did what he wanted to. And it was amazing to see there were like around 560 mothers and daughters. And it was so beautiful to see the way that God opened up the hearts of the moms and the daughters to each other. It, it was like, at the end of the event, we do the calling and it was so beautiful to see girls coming to the front and saying, I want Christ. I want Jesus. And just kneel, kneel down, crying, understanding that they need a savior. Oh, it was wonderful. It was so beautiful. And I remember one of the moms telling me, like, thank you for bringing this event to Mexico, you know, my heart lives like, like lives out of here with a revival in my heart. 
to to understand the role that God has given me. And I live here very encouraged by the word to to keep putting that seed on the heart of my daughter so it can grow in God's timing. And there's one testimony of a girl that when she knew we were going to Mexico, she got her piglet out and she break it. And she was planning to use that savings to go to Disney. And she said, and she said to her mom, no, I want to go to Chica Verdadera. So she broke it and she put all her savings together and she went to the event with her mom and it was so beautiful. That night she accepted the Lord and the mom said that was the greatest gift. So we have seen God in so many ways. I just told you the recent ones, but we have seen the way that God has worked in ways that we don't that we don't imagine it will work like that. Mm. So yeah, that's a like a brief testimony. That is such a beautiful testimony. Oh my goodness. I got chills just listening to you share it and to hear about the hunger and the the desperation for Jesus that you get to enjoy in the spaces that you cultivate is one that we know prayer facilitates and God just, you know, Mm -hmm. moves in. And for those of us that are in the United States and that may have a different experience, it's incredibly encouraging. It's incredibly encouraging. It motivates me to keep going. You know, it motivates me to keep praying. It motivates me to keep seeking the Lord because I want that for the girls here in the United States that I am connected to. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. What is the hardest part about discipling the next generation in your opinion? Our conversation will be back in just a moment. But for right now, I want to ask, are you the creative, the queen, or the conqueror? Could you be all three? I want to invite you to head over to liveduly.com and take the Confident Collaborations Quiz. Together, we are going to walk in our calling more confidently than ever before and engage in kingdom collaborations. This two-minute quiz will help you identify your strengths and even a few areas of growth to help you be everything that God designed you to be. It's at liveduly.com slash quiz, and you can find the link in the description below. Oh, that's a big and great question. I can say, <laughs> um, I'm going to say two things. One, sometimes it's hard because one of the things that we're trying to do is to encourage moms to understand that they have the responsibility that that God has given them a gift of having their daughters there and how they can, they can invest in them. And that investment will reach generations. So sometimes I see this. I see sometimes it's easy to work with, with the girls and, and encourage them and provide resources for them and work directly with them. Sometimes it's hard to work with the parents. Mm-hmm. And, and 
sometimes they're occupied. They have a lot in their hands, you know, and it's hard for them sometimes to, to, to take the time to invest on the kids. So sometimes the great challenge is to see the parents being more, more involved, mm -hmm. even though the desire is there, but sometimes to, to put it in practice is hard. Mm -hmm. On the other side, working with teenagers, I have seen is there is a lot of lies out there. And, and it's hard for them to identify the truth from the lie. Like what is re really the truth and what is the lie? Mm -hmm. um, and with all these things around them, all these, I could say, bombs that are bombarding them. So as leaders, we need to know what, what we need to ask God, Lord, what is the best way that I can connect with this generation? Mm -hmm. What is the best way that I can understand this generation? They're not the same as millennials, you know, they're not the same as me. They don't think the same. That's they right. think so differently, but the Lord knows them. How can the Lord connect these two generations? How can we be open to learn and to, to ask the Lord, how can I connect with them and not just put what, what I have on my, like what I know or what I have. On, or the way that I that I know how to do it. I always have different kind of ways to help us to reach the next generation. So I, another thing that I will say is for me to have a heart that is open for to teach the, the next generation mm -hmm. and to know what a strategy God wants me to use so they can understand, so we can connect and, and that they know the truth that God has for them through the way we show it to them. I just appreciate how you spoke and shared that we have some, some gaps that we need the Lord to bridge. Exactly. And so I appreciate that you said he knows them. We may not know mm -hmm. them. We may, you know, wonder in disbelief about some of the things that they are grappling with now with incredulity. Yes. Like what? I just never mm -hmm. even thought that this would mm -hmm. be a point of concern, but he has never been surprised mm -hmm. and he has yes. a solution and his word stands firm and it is active and living and just like it penetrated our hearts it will penetrate theirs because he Amen. is not a respecter of persons that is yeah. incredibly encouraging the, that's why we that's why we need to be to be open to the holy spirit that's why we need to to pray for the next generation that's why we need to listen to the voice of god he knows the best strategy that we could use to reach the next generation. Also yes. to be able for us to listen to them. Just stop and listen to their hearts and be able to share with them and see what they like, what, what are the things that call their attention yeah. and, and to be able to love them how they are, to guide them with love, to serve them. Those are 
tools that God has given us, but we as a leader need to be transparent and we need to have an open heart for us to be able to, to show them the truth. It's not just like telling them, it's, it's teaching them with our life. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I shared a little earlier as I was introducing just our time together about how I had begun to, you know, think and pray about different spaces to host an event in as I do year after year. And early, early, early in the year, the Lord told me, you will not have a large event. You will invite the girls that I bring to you around a kitchen table and you will do life with them. And wow. I really believe that there is a space and a time for the inspiring events that we get to host. And I just bless God mm -hmm. for how he moves there because he is a limitless God. However, mm -hmm. we have to be mindful of those intimate moments mm -hmm. that we get to steward around our kitchen tables and in the grocery store and on the errand because those are so incredibly important and speak so powerfully to the rest of the stuff. Amen. I love that he really brought that up in our conversation and how you shared that we have to make ourselves available to Holy Spirit that this work is impossible without him. <laughs> yes. yes. My goodness. It has been an incredible encouragement. I mean, you shared, you know, some of the struggles, but as you kind of brought it back together and reminded us that he knows all of us, I mm -hmm. appreciate that we don't have to get bogged down in the hard stuff, that we don't have to get weighed down in the heavy stuff because mm -hmm. ministry can feel heavy sometimes, but he invites us to continue to release it at his feet. Mm. Sis, I love mm -hmm. talking to you. I just want to say that. I need that to go on record. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My last question for you before we get to some quick questions that I like to call secrets, even though they rarely oh. are, is what encouragement would you give the one who has been feeling the call to disciple families and youth, but maybe running from it? Mm, good question. Well, if God has given you the call, and I think he has given us the all, all of us the call to, to preach, to talk about the gospel. These moments, these times are not to be quiet. We need to speak up. We need to speak about the truth. We need to speak about God. Nowadays, more than ever, we need to talk about the gospel to others. We need to disciple. We need to share the word. So I encourage you not to stay quiet or stay there like waiting what I'm going to do or asking just start, start with the people in your house, then with friends that are closer to you. And then where God guides you. The other day I was in the, in the salon or a beauty parlor. That's what you say. Uh -huh. That's how you mm -hmm. call it. And, and one girl came up to me and she said, I have a word for, for you. 
that the Lord is putting in my heart. I don't, I don't know this girl, but she came to me and she shared the word and she prayed with me. At the beginning, she said, I was a little afraid. I, I didn't know if it was from the Lord, if I wanted to tell you. And I said, it was from the Lord. And I am so happy that you got the strength to come and talk to me and tell me, you know. So I said, so there's people out there. And sometimes God speaks to our hearts to talk to other people. And maybe are things that in the moment we don't understand but that God is putting that on our hearts because God knows that other person and God knows what that other person is passing through. And God just wants you to share that word that he has given you. Don't stay quiet. Go ahead. Share the word. Pray for that person. Show them the gospel. Guide them to Jesus because out there, there's a lot of lies without filters to everyone even the kids now. So why are we quiet? We need to speak about the gospel every moment, every day. So I encourage you to start. If you're like doubting, start. It's a calling that God has given each Christian. Yes. So let's, let's start. Yes, yes, yes. And amen. That is what we just need to do. Just start, just start. I think sometimes we can get in our head. Sometimes we can begin to overanalyze the task that he's called mm-hmm. us to yes. and make it so much bigger than it is when it's really just sharing what he puts on Beautiful. your heart in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Ah, okay. I have a few quick questions for you. And the first one is, what do you do to remind yourself to slow down? Ooh, well, one of the things that sometimes remind me that I have to slow down are my my girls. <laughs> I remember one day I had so many things to do. I was doing laundry. I was moving back and forth. They were studying at the same time. And I told one of the girls to help me out with something. And she says, mom, you're doing like Martha. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yes. She was four year old at that oh moment. My gosh. I remember. And, and, and she learned that from school, that story. And she just put it out there. And it, I know it was God telling me, hey, slow down, girl. <laughs> So that moment, I remember I stopped and I said, oh, Lord, help me, help me. Because sometimes we get our hands so full with things. And when we are like that, when we have our hands so full, sometimes it's hard for us to listen to God. Sometimes it's hard, harder to, to follow his lead and what he wants, because we fill our agenda up with so many things. So one, one of the things that helps me, my girls help me to slow down, but also at the same time, when I know I have um, a lot of things going on, on my month, for example, one of the things that I do is I, I say, Lord, this is my agenda, but I want to follow your agenda. <laughs> I want you to what what do you want me to do? Like every day when I wake up, I said, Lord, I, I think that I know what I'm going to do today, but what what do you have for me today? Yeah. 
because I can easily, let me tell you, Liv, I can easily fill out my agenda with a lot of things. So I have to remind myself, what are my priorities? What is the calling that God has given me right now? And, and also because I can get distracted with so many things. So I need God to remind me, what is my priority right Mm -hmm. now in this stage of my life? What do you have for me? Because I want to follow your lead, Mm -hmm. what you have for me. So good. Accountability is everything. And that baby (laughs) was speaking when she said, mom, you're like Martha. Wow. (laughs) That'll stop you in your tracks. Yeah. (laughs) What book or podcast are you listening to right now? Well, I am listening. There is a new podcast in Revive Our Hearts in Spanish, Aviva Nuestros Corazones, that is encouraging moms. So one of the things that I'm doing right now is listening to that specific podcast. I also love to to listen to to English podcasts because Mm -hmm. I need to practice my English too. If I don't practice my English, I will say some weird words, you know, so (laughs) I need to practice my English. So it helps me also to listen to, to English podcasts. I used to listen, Revive Our Hearts or also the Pure Freedom, Dana Gresh podcast. I love, I love her. So right now, those are the ones that I am listening right now. Beautiful. I will link them all below in English and Spanish. Love those recommendations. Lastly, what are you looking forward to? What's bringing a smile to your face these days? These days, I'm getting ready for homeschool. So that's one of the things that get me happy. I love to prepare everything to decorate the area where my girls are going to be doing homeschool to get them excited. So I'm getting ready and preparing for that. But also we have our last event of the year on October, the day before my birthday with the purple party for moms and daughters in Santo Domingo. We have it for all the people from other provinces that will like to come, even if there's people from other countries that will like to come and join us. So I'm smiling, a big smile, you know, because (laughs) I want to see what the Lord is going to do with this last event this year. Mm -hmm. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. I'm smiling with you just hearing you talk about it. It's coming through. It's radiating (laughs) through the audio. (laughs) Where can everybody find you and the ministry that you serve with? Oh, yes. You can find us in puralibertad.org or you can find us as Chica Verdadera Oficial in Instagram or Facebook. 
Perfect. I'll make sure I link those down below. Thank you so much for your time, for your heart and your encouragement. I am just leaving this podcast so much lighter, even as I think about the opportunity that we have to continue sharing the word of the Lord. I am really excited about it again. And I just, I just appreciate you for that. Would you pray us out? Yes. Yes. Can I pray in Spanish? Yes. Always. <laughs> Señor, gracias. Gracias por la oportunidad que tú nos das de poder reunirnos aquí y compartir sobre Chica Verdadera, sobre lo que tú estás haciendo y en esta próxima generación. Te pido, Señor, que tú cada día nos motives, nos animes a alcanzar a otros para ti. Ayúdanos, Señor, a, a poder sembrar en la próxima generación. Que no nos ca quedemos callados, Señor. Que podamos tener nuestros, nuestros oídos prestos a escuchar tu voz para dejarnos guiar por ti, para sembrar en la próxima generación. Señor, y todo empieza por nosotros. Así que ayúdanos, Señor, cada día santifícanos, purifícanos. Ayúdanos, Señor, cada día a acercarnos más y más a ti. Gracias por tu gracia, por tu misericordia. Y gracias, Señor, por la oportunidad tan hermosa que tú nos das de ser instrumentos para poder bendecir a otros, para poder dar a otros de lo que tú nos has dado. Gracias, Señor, en el nombre de Jesús. Amén. En el nombre de Jesús. Amén y amén. <laughs> that just blessed my soul. And I pray that you can say the same after this conversation. If that's the case, would you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts or Audible and leave a rating and review? It would truly support this podcast and let the guests know that you value their time. I know I do. Now, in between our time here on the podcast, I do want to let you know that I am at Candid Live on Instagram and at Live Duly on YouTube. It would be an honor to do life with you. I look forward to the next time. Love you.